0: While simply submitting a resume may have landed you a summer job at a local coffee shop, getting a PhD-level job in industry requires much more. But while an industry job search for a PhD can be very complex, there are some simple frameworks that will help you allocate your time and other resources effectively. Let's start with the 80-20-10 principle. The 80 here represents the 80% of industry jobs that are never advertised online. Most positions at small to mid-sized companies are never advertised at all, and of the jobs advertised by large companies, many of them have already been filled internally. But these larger publicly traded corporations have to keep their job postings up anyway, despite already being filled. This is due to government regulations. So if 80% of jobs aren't advertised, naturally 20% of the jobs are, which is where the 20 in the 80-20-10 principle comes from. 20% is not a lot, but it gets worse because of those, as I mentioned, many of them are already filled. How many? Most reports say half, so 10%. This means that if you limit yourself to looking for jobs online, you're limiting yourself to just 10% of the job market, and that's the 10 I'm referring to in the 80-20-10 principle. The next framework I want to talk about is the 10-25 rule. If you find a job online even a few days after the job has been posted, your resume will likely not be read. Reports show that employers stop reading resumes after the first 10% have been submitted. Just 10%. That's on the low end. On the highest end, it's only 25%. Hence the 10-25 rule. Did you really think employers were waiting around to get every last resume in? Nope. That's not happening. And regardless of what LinkedIn's little stats tell you, you have about a day or two to get your resume in online when a job opens up and that's it. Employers simply don't have the time to read all the resumes that come in, especially when you consider the average number of resumes for an open position today is between 250 and 300. And some of the bigger companies like a Pfizer, Meta, J&J, Amazon can get up to 2,000 resumes per position. So the extra time you spent perfecting your resume was time wasted if it's not going to be read. The final framework I want to discuss is the law of 6, 2, and 1. Your industry resume should have six key sections and that's it. And this is where the six comes from. The section should be contact information, professional summary, work experience, education, skills, honors, awards, and hobbies. I won't cover the details of each section today, but I want you to take away from this that your education should not be front and center. Your professional summary and your work experience should. That's why they're at the top. Notice that there is not a publication or conferences or courses section on that industry resume either, or there's not a section dedicated to those things. The professional summary section should highlight your biggest accomplishments and your work experience section should ditch the academic titles. Why? Because no one in industry cares that you were a PhD candidate for five years. The minimum font size, now that's where the next number comes in, should be 11 point font. That's it, not smaller. Which is where the 11 in the six, 2, and one uh, law comes in. And the page margin should be one inch, which is where the one comes from. Now, last but not least, the two. Industry resumes are short and should never be over two pages. No one is going to read pages and pages of dense text to try to figure out if you're a good candidate for the job. So take these frameworks into account and get your resume written and submit it on time as early as possible. And ideally, ideally you'll also submit it via a referral, so you know it will be considered. This takes us to the end of today's transition report. As always, remember your value as a PhD and start thinking and acting like a successful industry professional.